What's up, Winona? 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 Thanks for joining us for episode 12 of What's Up, Winona, the only podcast that keeps you on the up and up on what's going down in the island city. It's Friday, October 5th. I'm Maddie Heim, I'm the education reporter, and this week I'm going to be talking about a cool program at St. Stan's Elementary um, that lets girls come in during their lunch recess and talk about science. And I'm Tesla Mitchell, features reporter for the Winona Daily News, and I will be talking about a huge car auction that's going to be happening this next weekend um, that's going to be bringing in an immense amount of race cars, classic cars, hot rods, Hemis. Um, high-performance cars, and plain old cruisers. Okay, now Maddie, I, I did read the story, and I thought it was super awesome, and I'm excited to hear about it. Tell us about this science program thingy. Yeah, so uh, it's called Sisters in Science, which is very fitting because St. Stan's is part of Winona Area Catholic Schools. Um, and yeah, so every, uh, every week, once a week, um, these girls come in and they give up their lunch recess to um, talk about science, sometimes do science experiments. Um, it's just a really, really cool program, and it's run by Sandy Blank, who used to be uh, the principal at Cotter, um, and before that she was a high school science teacher for 35 years, so definitely tons of experience, really knows what she's talking about, and really knows how to get these girls excited about stuff, so that's very cool. Um, so this year there are 19 of them enrolled, or I guess enrolled in the program, um, which is way up from last year where they had six. Wow. Um, so people are, they're definitely very interested. And, and when I was there this past Tuesday, one of the girls said, you know, can we tell our friends about this? It, are they able to just start coming if we tell them and they want to come? And so it'll probably be growing. Um, what age group is it? It's just sixth graders. Um, okay. Yeah, it used to be fifth and sixth. Um, but this year they limited it to just sixth graders because of this big group. Um, but it actually started with a first grader, and it started about four years ago. And this first grader um, had to miss her science classes or her science class at school due to special sections that she had to be in for math and reading. So they brought in Sandy um, to kind of work with her on science stuff and this girl had really great questions and questions that would sometimes even stump Sandy. And oh, cool. she was just thinking Get about... Get it, first grader. Exactly. <laughs> and so then she started thinking about, like, well, how can I bring this to other girls and kind of inspire other girls to talk about science? Um, and I think the coolest thing about this program is that it's really, it's really just a space for them to talk and not be judged like they're not graded there's not really homework sometimes they have little assignments that they have to do um but there's not really any sort of stuff like that and it's really just for them to like be able to ask tons of questions and ask each other questions and kind of bounce off each other um which I think is really cool yeah yeah so okay and I remember when you went there you heard some really cool dialogue between the students and stuff tell me what they what they were talking about yeah so um when I went their assignment for the last 
night had been to bring in a scientific article that they wanted to talk mm. about. Um, and so they brought in an, a ton of articles that were just totally ranging in topics. Um, but one of them was about pollution and the different types of pollution um, that exist in the world, which obviously are a ton. And, right. <laughs> um, and so this, you know, one of the girls um, read off this whole list of pollution um and then sandy asked them all you know what type do you think is the most harmful and a lot of them said plastics um but one of the girls izzy said you know i don't know you know i think plastics can be really harmful in that way but also i think um pollution in the oceans is really important and so they're definitely thinking about you know, they're drawing on, like, their knowledge base and things that they've seen and adding that to the discussion. And it's so cool, like, they don't just ask Sandy questions, they ask each other questions, which I love. Yeah. And they kind of just, like, bounce off of each other. And, yeah, it is really cool. And it's just really great, I think, to see girls getting so interested in science because that is, you know, like heading into the STEM field, it is harder typically for women to feel like they really want to get involved and stuff like that. Right. And I think it's just a really good idea um, to have something like this because it's getting girls excited and getting them to want to talk about stuff, even at a young age. And, and so the overall goal of the program is to kind of inspire them to think about careers in STEM. Um, yeah. So yeah, I and I really <laughs> yeah, and I really loved how when I read it, um, the the part that you're talking about where she where one of the girls was like, you know, I'm not quite sure if plastics, you know, um, I can't remember verbatim what her quote was, but what I really took from her from her quote was that she was disagreeing, but in a really um, a really polite way or a she was debating very um she had good debate etiquette yeah which I think is so cool because I think that's something that we all struggle with mm -hmm. unless if we've really practiced it yeah but it's hard for us to disagree and it's cool that they're practicing that at such a young age and that they're um, you know, really getting interested in these science programs and stuff. Yeah. And that they're, like, actually giving up their recess time. Mm -hmm. You know, know, like, that shows that shows some commitment to the idea of, you know, um, pursuing science. And, yeah. What yeah. a cool program. It's very cool. I wish they had that when I was a kid. I know. That's what I, that's what I was saying, too, is that, you know, I, I wonder if at other schools this could have similar effects, and it probably would, because I bet there are way more girls out there interested in science and yeah. would want to talk about it. So. so did you feel like, you know, how much do you feel like the um, teacher, what was her name again? Sandy. Sandy. How much do you feel like Sandy participated, or, you know, was it like half and half her kind of leading things and then the kids talking, or was it mostly like the girls, you know, conversating and... Yeah, honestly, it was very much, it didn't seem like she was there really in a teacher role, except cool. for in the beginning when she kind of kicked things off. Yeah. Um, and, you know, occasionally she would have to kind of, like, get Help things back it. on. But one of the things she was saying is that um, it's so oftentimes when you're in the classroom, there's not time when you're in the regular classroom, there's not time to go off on these tangents and talk about, well, you know, how does this relate to this and how does this relate to this? And, and so one of the strengths of this program and what it allows is 
for girls to do that and right. just to kind of keep going. And so, yeah, she didn't, I mean, she kind of played a similar role to them where they were just all asking questions and posing ideas. And yeah, it was very, very cool. Wow. How, how invigorating mm-hmm. intellectually. Absolutely. That's so exciting. Yep. Good yep. for them. Mm-hmm. Get it, girls. They rock. Woo. <laughs> So Tesla, I didn't even know half the names of those cars that you just read off, um, but I would love to know more, so I would love to hear about the car show. Yeah, okay, so this is really cool. Um, so, okay, we were talking, you did get to go to the Steamboat Days Carnival and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Steamboat Days? Yes. Right? Yep. Okay, you were just coming in to visit. Um, so, did you by chance see the car show that had happened? I didn't. Okay. No. Mm-hmm. So, every year, um, the Seamwick Days Committee um, does a car show, um, and that's really ran by Jim Remlinger. So, he's this, he's just super into cars. He always has been. He's got a couple of businesses <clears throat> that relate to cars, and um, he's really just taken this and really driven it forward, pun intended. <laughs> like, he's, oh, I loved it. My first article was just really awesome. I was like, he put it full throttle. I had so many different puns and wordplay in there. It was great. <laughs> but, um, so, every year the car show has kind of grown. Well, um, he's really taken that drive, <laughs> and he's, he's, he's um, directed it in another direction. And so, he's actually bringing in, um, with, he's partnered with, um, SG Auctions. Um, they were formerly known as Spring Grove Auctions, but they're a really great um, company that's helped with car auctions. And so they're teaming up and they're doing this car auction next weekend that is just going to be really intense. Um, so it's not going to be a car auction where it's like, you know, everyday, everyday vehicles. It's going to be um, race cars, so some really high end race cars, classic cars, hot rods, cars with Hemis in them high-performance cars, and then cruisers. So um, all of those are like different categories of really amazing-looking cars. So um, in the auction, it's going to have, I mean, the price ranges are going to be from like $1,500 to like $200,000. Mm-hmm. And so they're well, they're estimating that it'll be well into the millions that is wow. of cars that are sold. Because total, they've got 250 cars that are going to be going through. And, um, and so Jim is just, whenever Jim does something, he always just goes like above and beyond and farther Mm -hmm. past the horizon on it. And so he's really done that with this. And so, um, he had bought this building, um, I think last year or a while back, um, it was a, a vacant building near, um, the old JC Penney. So it's way on the West end. And, um, it's just like this big warehouse place. And so um, he's also an owner of a lot of different hot rods and really, really beautiful, shiny cars that I like. I don't even know half their names. I mean, (laughs) I just started dabbling into that when I started doing the car show stories. And it's just, it's really intense. Yeah. So what I can say is he's got some really nice cars. And so this warehouse that he bought it's doing two different things. So on one side of it, it's got all of his really nice cars and some cars that um, that other people have, have let him store. Um, one of those is there's a ton of race cars. And let me find where I, where I wrote it down. It was because it's really, truly amazing. So somebody, one of his friends had passed away and they had left him a bunch of these race cars. 
And so um, this is a quote from him. You will never find another collection of original race cars like this in the Midwest. And if there's anybody to know that, that would be Jim. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and so he pointed to this row of race cars, and he said, this row of race cars right here is worth $3 million. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, oh yeah. So part of this warehouse is, like, all these different cars. But it's cool. So he doesn't just have cars in this warehouse. He also has, like, all these neon lights everywhere and all this old memorabilia. And then he's also built, like, these... Like these little shops. So he's got this little fake gas station in there mm -hmm. um, with like an old mannequin dude. He looks super wrinkly and stuff. And he's, you know, wearing the gas station type uniform. And then inside is a bunch of like old tin cans. And it's, I mean, it smells like an old gas station when you go into this little, it's like probably five foot by five foot, mm -hmm. you know. But he's really made this like a, you know, like a an attraction. Like yeah. you want to be in there and stuff. And then there's, like, a little toy shop that's going to have memorabilia toys. Um, he's not quite sure, but uh, he's not quite sure what's going to happen, but he, the idea is to turn it into a car museum um, later on, you know, after he gets goes through all that process. So that's one half of this warehouse. The other half of this warehouse is this huge, like, what was it, 200,000 200, square feet or some ridiculous amount of, like, open space that they're going to do this auction in. And so, um, yeah, so this auction will be free to attend, um, or people could do like a $50 VIP pass, which would include a bunch of stuff like breakfast and um, a meal and VIP seating and five drink tickets per day. <laughs> yeah, because it's multiple days, mm -hmm. as well as like a t-shirt and a koozie and stuff like that. And then, um, so... Or they could go, or a person could go, go to the auction, and then also pay $10 to go into the, what would be a museum later, to kind of see all these different cars. But, um, yeah, this this space that he's created back there, it's just, it's a, it's amazing. It, it Right now it looks like a warehouse, but he showed me, like, what all things are going to be done in the next week. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's pretty intense. It's going to be a really nice-looking place. And, um... Yeah, I mean, I wish I could explain better, but it's just everything that he does, he goes above and beyond. So it's going to be really cool. And that's happening next weekend, and um, I'm pretty pumped to go because although I'm not um, not super knowledgeable about cars, I have a very, you know, I'm like at the, I'm just skimming the top of the gas tank when it comes to like <laughs> understanding any of this stuff. But um, But all I can see is shiny beautifulness and like things that uh yeah mm -hmm. I, I wish that I could be driving <laughs> but there's that and yeah and so um so the auction you can also auction or you can also bid online and stuff so and people are coming from like all over the United States mm -hmm. to to come to this he said that most of the hotels are already booked wow. yeah because what they did was they um They advertised for this auction in, like, all of the big national car magazines. So, you know, like, I haven't seen very much of it in Winona, mm -hmm. <clears throat> but that's because they really focus nationally. And so um, the cars themselves are coming from, like, the five-state area, you know, between Minnesota and um, even, like, Nebraska, Missouri, Chicago, Scottsdale. Um, yeah, so there's, there's lots of different cars coming from all over. Um, but yeah, and then the people who are actually bidding on them are coming from even further. So, and he showed me some of the cars that are going to be auctioned off and, um, let's see if I can find some of, some of them. But, um, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a bunch of um, T-Birds. Um, so yeah, which are really high end cars. So like a 58 T-Bird, 57, 257s and a 56 and they're all convertibles and they were just like spicy hot, like, mm-hmm. woo. <laughs> so, and, and on top of that, the soon to be museum or the car collection just had an amazing bunch, bunch of stuff. He even had like these little go-karts for kids. Okay. So apparently back in the day. They used, like, small little cars for Mm go-karts that were really high-end. Like, they they probably cost more than my current car. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't know that. And they would do that, like, at at racetracks, but also as, like, go-karts and stuff. So, apparently, we missed out on that. Yeah. Not our generation. but (laughs) So, he has those there for kids? Yeah, he has, like, 30 of them. Oh, my God. Yeah, like, the kids can't get in them, but it's really cool to look at and Mm -hmm. stuff. So... Yeah, a lot of things happening over there, and it'll be cool to see what they do in the future because um, there's a lot of different ideas going around, like, you know, maybe they could turn that space into a, um, not an auditorium, an event center, Mm -hmm. you know, um, or, so so they're really kind of juggling a bunch of different ideas, but whatever it is, it's going to be pretty amazing, so I'll be looking forward to reporting on that in the future to see what kind of things um, drive in from that. (laughs) Wow, I tried. I keep going. I tried. I tried to pull that last one. Oh my god! So, what did you say was the most expensive, or the price of the most expensive car that's going to be? Yeah, um, he estimated maybe two hundred thousand. Wow. But I mean, it could very well go above that, depending on if it's one that you know people really like, Mm -hmm. and and you know, and people will be bidding against the online bids as well. And there's people from the UK and Australia who are going to be bidding wow. and who've already started bidding on oh some my of God. this stuff. Yeah. Wow. It's going to be intense. It's going to be pretty mm-hmm. intense. Mm-hmm. I will not be bidding. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have that type of cash. But, right, right. But I guess it's better to let the, you know, I don't know, like, anything about cars. So it's better to let the people who really right. know what yeah. they're doing yeah. the expensive ones. <laughs> but I think it'll be a cool opportunity just for people to go and watch. Yeah. Because I've never really watched an auction happen. Mm-hmm. And I mean, anybody who went to, who goes to like the Steamboat Day car shows to see all the cars, they're going to be impressed with the stuff that's there. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like a, you know, like a different type of version of the Steamboat Day's car show. Yeah. Except watching people get all frantic, not, maybe not frantic, but like, you know, people get passionate about their bidding process, mm-hmm. you know, missing. I can't imagine that. I mean, that's just like, that's a lot for me to imagine right now of like, you know, auctioning off something or like bidding on something that's two hundred thousand dollars wow crazy pretty awesome crazy (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's what's happening (laughs) all right so thanks for joining us for episode 12 of what's up winona the podcast (laughs) you can find what's up winona on itunes anchor spotify Radio, radio public. <laughs> really? Did he put it down like that? Okay, that's supposed to be public radio. <laughs> Google Podcasts, and hopefully wherever you get your podcasts. If there isn't a place that you would like, um, that you can't find it and you would like to get it on there, let us know so we can really work to get it on there. Um, make sure to like and share our Facebook page. Can you share Facebook pages? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Do the thing. You know what we're going to say. Like and share us, blah, blah, blah. Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Got tons of different ways for you to interact with us. And thanks for supporting your Winona paper. We really appreciate it. And we hope that you have an amazing day.